Jonesy and Amanda's Well, our next guest is a master of all trades, an author of over 40 books. In his latest little book of climate change, Australia's favourite scientist, who is obviously Dr Karl Kuczynski, breaks down the complexities of climate change in his signature fun way. Good morning, Dr Karl. Good morning, Dr. Amanda or Dr. Jonesy. Dr. Carl. Now, Carl, when I first worked with you on the Midday Show, I was a segment producer. You were, I think you are a medical student, but you were all by then a budding scientist. You were talking about climate change then, and this was the mid-80s. Would you have been shocked then to hear that we're still battling now? Shocked is the right word. I'll give you an example of the ozone hole. In 1985... After a few decades of research, the scientists proved that uh, the ozone hole was being depleted by chemicals you know, from fridges. And within two years, they banned them, and then everything got better. Mm. Um, around 1990, the scientists were convinced, 1990, the scientists were convinced that global warming was caused by humans, and it was real, but nothing happened. And in fact, we've had decades of cover-up by the big fossil fuel companies spending up to a billion dollars a year. So there's a big difference. I am shocked that there's such a difference. And it's costing us, and we've had the bushfires and, got, and, and the Great Barrier Reef, which never, ever had coral bleaching. Now it's had five of them. Come on, you know, we, we've got to stop doing this stuff. I was reading just some stats in here, and I didn't realise this. Uh, we, Australians, believe that 8.2% of the Australian workforce which is, what, 12.5 million workers. Uh, so that's 8.2% of the Australian workforce work in the gas mining and exploration business. That's what we believe, but it's actually less than 0.2%, 0.2%. That's right. The amount of uh, wealth that the uh, fossil fuel industry contributes to Australia is microscopic. And in fact, they get a subsidy averaged out across the world of $0.08 cents out of every dollar in revenue that the governments around the world get. So out of every dollar, they get eight cents as a present. And yet I've never seen a fossil fuel company having a Lamington sale on a Saturday morning to raise some dough. <laughs> and then if you look at the... And, and this comes from the International Monetary Fund, who are really hard-nosed people. And, they, and then you think, well, at least it's helped the economy along. And then when they do the analysis, they say, well, actually, it slowed the economy and made things worse, this subsidy. Well, and further to that, you also state here that 10.8% of the Commonwealth budget for 2018, that that contributes 10.8%, but it's actually 0.2%. Once again, people believe that a lot of money comes in from fossil fuel companies into Australia's uh, revenue, but it doesn't. That's part of the wonderful uh, sort of advertising you get for a billion dollars a year. Mm. So... So you get a lot of lies for that. It's not like big tobacco and big alcohol, nothing personal, it's just business. So do you think that the younger generation get this? Is it actually our generation that we need to be educating? Uh, everybody needs to be educated and we need to make the changes and they have to come from the top. You know, the, like the little stuff about you know, doing the composting and doing more recycling, that helps a bit. But the big changes have to come from the top where we say, okay, we're going to ban... Uh, for example, uh, internal combustion engine cars. And six countries in Europe have already done that. They've banned them from the year 2025 or 2030. Whereas in Australia, we're doing the opposite and bringing lumps of coal into Parliament and, and covering them lovingly. You've also said in there that the the industry will have to, will force change. Our coal, our oil, won't our gas won't be bought overseas. Those markets are actually shutting down. 
They are shutting down. There's a term called a stranded asset in economics. So sail, for example, was a terrific product until you know, steam-powered engines for ships came along. And then steam engines for ships was a terrific product until diesel engines came along. So we're talking here of the term stranded product. Asset. It no longer has any value in the society. Because hmm. we used to run on whale oil back in the olden days before they discovered ground oil. There was whale oil. Well, that's right. Why, why aren't we evolving now? And that's the thing. It's lobby groups that are stopping us. Mm. That's right. And in fact, one good thing about the fossil industry, the fossil fuel industry, given this, they did in fact save the whales because we'll go to wipe out the uh, oil, you know, the whales, in our need for oil. And the fossil fuel industry did save the whales. Good on for that, you know. <laughs> Give it up for them. <laughs> Positives where you can find them, is well, that right? Well, it, it really, you know, and whatever you have about climate change, and I think it's a lot of people, as soon as you mention the word climate change, their brain sort of tends to go, like mine does, so it goes, oh, really? Do we but we've to go got this? to be better. But then when you look at these statistics in this, it's, it's really a good read. Mm. Uh, Dr. Carl, it's always a treat, the little book of climate change science. Uh, have a read and uh, get the facts on that. Thank you, Dr. Carl. Charm Nation. With Jonesy and Amanda.